Today, we hear in the Gospel a phenomenal story about someone who needed healing. And they called upon the Lord Jesus, and they got it. And so what we need to do is tear this reading and break it down so we can eat it. You know, you ever know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So how do you uh, eat the Word of God? One bite at a time. So let's go to the reading today. And the reading is from Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. And let's break it down into bite-sized pieces to hear what the Lord might be wanting to give to us today. And I think it's a phenomenal thing that what we're going to do is call upon the name of the Lord Jesus together. And so that's the first thing that the blind man does. Bartimaeus is sitting at the side of the road, it says here, and in 47, on hearing that it was Jesus, he began to call out, Jesus. He said the name of the Savior. You know, that's where all prayer must begin, and all petition, and that's where our life must begin, is at the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus is, should be something that we just say constantly. You know, there's a book, I don't know if I, I, yeah, I did bring it. There's a book called The Wonders of the Holy Name by Father Paul O'Sullivan. It's free, you can get it at Pan. But it's a great book just talking about all the saints that were dedicated to the name of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Father, one year, they were, uh, there was a big problem in the church, and he said, everybody's to say the name Jesus. Just keep calling upon the name of Jesus, and the church will be healed. And it was. The blind man just called upon the name of Jesus, and he was healed. All of us, what we need to do in our spiritual life, our physical life, our psychological life, is to call upon the name of Jesus to find healing. You need to think, I was thinking the other day, how many times in a day I might use the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I am good by God's grace. I never use his name in vain. But how often in my conversation I use the name of Jesus? Is Jesus the name which is always on my lips? Is he the one I talk about more than anybody else? Or do I talk about what I do in my life, the things I'm doing, or do I talk about Jesus? You know, Mary is the example of a person who called on the name of Christ, even before she knew that, before Christ was even born. He was born inside of her, but not into the world yet. Now, when someone went up to her, to Mary, and said, Blessed are you among women. Uh, what does she do when she speaks the Magnificat? She calls on the name of Jesus, if you will, by saying, My soul does glorify the Lord, Jesus. My soul does glorify the Lord. My being finds joy in God, my Savior. Even before Jesus was born, she was speaking about Jesus. Because she knew when someone looked at her, like we talked about last week, right to Jesus. Jesus is given all the glory. Jesus is the name above all other names. Jesus is the name that brings us healing. Jesus is the name that brings us salvation. It says in Acts chapter 4, huh, that there is no other name for which man is to be saved except for the name of Jesus Christ. Period. And we got to be thinking about how many times do I use the name of Jesus? Do I speak his name throughout the day? With others and in my heart. When I'm doing my own prayer, in the morning or at night, depending. I just sit there and meditate so often on the name of Jesus. 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 
and just to say it. Remember the song put out by the St. Louis Jesuits a couple years ago? And all it said was, Jesus. And it just kept saying, Jesus. And it just keeps saying, Jesus, let every... You know that song? Say yes, Father. Okay. Even if you don't. Jackie doesn't know it. She never heard it before. She never heard it. Oh, no. But we say the name of Jesus. I used to love, especially for communion, just to sit down and be caught up into the name of Jesus. That everything is Jesus. Everything is Jesus. Until we get that, until we can sit there and begin to realize that everything is Jesus Christ. There is nothing else. There is no one else. Everything is Jesus. And my life must proclaim Him with all that I am. So again, if you and I need healing, call in the name of Jesus. You know, let's go back to Philippians 2. I think I have dealt with Philippians 2 more than any other verse so far since I've been here, huh? Almost every week we go back to it. Go back to it now. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, again, for the 50th time as we dealt with it, when you go to verse number 10. So that at Jesus' name, every knee must bend in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Now get that. There should be an amen there somewhere. And every tongue proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Yes, I would give my life for the name of Jesus Christ. Period. That he is the Lord of lords and King of kings and I need to be proclaiming him with all that I am. The name of Jesus. Every knee must bend. Remember, in first grade, they don't teach this much anymore. I don't know why. They get it in my school because I make them give it. Remember when you were taught in first or second grade, those of you who are older, the nuns, if you ever had nuns, and they would sit there and say, Jesus, what happened? Your head bowed automatically. And we seemed like a bunch of those dogs in the back that said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You can always tell good Catholics because someone will sit there and they'll be talking about Jesus, 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 and their heads are going up and down. Well, that's an exalting of, instead of bowing and genuflecting, it says, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. So we should be bowing our knee every time, huh, Jesus? And we'd really be a lot of exercise. We'd never have to go to Pembroke, huh? We had, hopefully, because we'd always be talking about Jesus and we'd always be going down on our knee. But we don't have to do that, but we do have to be taken and bowing our heads to acknowledge that the name that was just spoken is the name above all names. And it is in his name that I have been transformed. So first I just want to focus on that reality, that we need to be saying the Lord's name, but not in vain. We need to be saying it in such prayer. And I just encourage you, tomorrow, when you wake up and before you go to bed that night, think about how many times you talked about the one you say you love above all. Did he come up in all your conversations? Did somehow that we bring the name of Jesus into, the, into our conversation? There should really never be a conversation where he don't. People might look at us a little weird, but that's okay. You don't have to sit there and, even if it's uh, may God love you or Jesus love you as you end that conversation, but you make sure that every time we talk that somehow Jesus is intersected into that conversation somewhere. And just, it's like planting seeds of God's name. You're in a conversation, you're talking to someone, you stick Jesus in there and you just plant a seed in that person's heart. You said the name, the grace is there in the name. There is no other name in which we are to be saved. Jesus, we plant this seed. So we do it in our conversation, and then in our own prayer, 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You need to steady yourself and uh, center yourself in the beginning of prayer. Just start saying the name. And let it sink deeper. Jesus. And watch the transforming power of the name transforming. So first, focus on the name of Christ. When we're coming before Christ, though, some people are filled with fear. Now let's go on in this reading. Here, as he calls out to Jesus, he calls out his name, he says, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and says, come over here. Call him over to me. And then the disciples, finally they got something right. <laughs> They said, you have nothing whatever to fear from me. We have nothing to fear from Jesus Christ. You know, somewhere in our lives, we've got to realize that Jesus Christ went to the cross not to kick us and say we're no good, but to love us. How can we be afraid of a God who leaves heaven, who becomes one of us, who lets us kill him, crucify him, and then dies for us? You have nothing whatever to fear from him. You know, and again, let's spend some time with that. Go to Mark chapter 5, verse 36. And you should have this memorized. <laughs> Mark chapter 5, 36. Mark chapter 5, 36 says, Jesus disregarded the report that had been brought and said to the official, Fear is useless. Fear is useless. What is needed is Here's the blind man, Bartimaeus. And he starts saying the name of Jesus. Now notice, when he said the name of Jesus, he didn't look at himself, he didn't look at the situation, he didn't look at the crowd. He just looked at Jesus. And he had nothing to fear. In our own situations in our lives, when the storms of destruction come by, when the pains come, when the crosses come, when we have conflict, you know, people, I'm still not sure everybody here is reconciled. If they're not, I'm telling you again. Get it going. Be reconciled. And the only way we can be reconciled with each other and with everybody is if we're focusing on our pain, if we're focusing on my wants, my needs, my desires, I ain't going to be reconciled because I'm too concerned about me. But if I'm going to be focused on Jesus, that's all that's going to matter. Remember Peter. Peter's walking on the water, huh? Boy, he was doing great, wasn't he? As long as he looked at Jesus. As soon as he looked at himself, and then as soon as he looked at the situation around him, look at me, I'm a sinner, what am I doing? Or he looked, oh, there's a storm going on around me. What happened? He fell. But as long as he looked at Christ, he could walk on water. And as soon as he started falling, what did he say? Jesus, help me. And Jesus picked him up again. Again, if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, if we say his name, if we know salvation is in him, if we know that my healing's in him, if I know that all reconciliation, everybody is reconciled at the cross in Jesus, and if I keep my eyes on him, I have nothing to fear. It doesn't matter what the world's going to bring me today. I have nothing to fear. So in the morning, I start calling on the name of Jesus, and I keep my eyes focused on him throughout the day. Interesting when I was going to the seminary Christ the King, there was a nun who became my spiritual director, Sister Joan Wagner. And the reason, the whole reason I went to Christ the King Seminary was because I sat in a class she had on spirituality. 
And she was talking about, you know, we go up and we look at a place, and she was talking about that when Jesus said to deny your very self, he meant more than just denying your wants and needs. He meant you should even deny your thoughts. And she said, interestingly enough, that in the morning, what do we think about first thing? We, when we're getting out of bed, do we think about, oh, I got this whole day ahead of me, and I got to do this, and I got to do that, and oh, I got to go to the bathroom, whatever happens to be. Is what do we think about first thing in the morning? And she says, whatever you start thinking about, that is what you'll think about throughout the day. But if we come, and the first thing in the morning we focus on Jesus, then Jesus will be the one we focus on throughout the day. And so that was when I was, oh my gosh, about 20 years old, I guess. And ever since that time, I thought, wow, that would be the thing. If I could wake up in the morning and be thinking about Jesus. And again, I have above my bed, in front of my bed, the big crucifix to keep my eyes focused. Behind my bed, the big crucifix and a big thing of Our Lady in glory looking down on me. Right above my headboard is Jesus and Mary. And so I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night, and the first thing I do is look up, I Jesus. <laughs> I Jesus. Jesus, or I just say, Jesus, 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 have mercy. I say, have mercy more than anything else in my life. Great devotion to Jesus and mercy. Mercy, Jesus, have mercy. I'm a blind man, Bartimaeus. And if we keep our eyes focused on him, we have nothing to fear. Think about your heart. You have fear in your heart. Focus on Jesus. So we come... We call the name of Jesus, and when we call on his name, we know we have nothing to fear because fear is useless. And then finally he comes and he says, your faith has healed you in verse 52. There's no reason to live in fear because when we have faith in God, not faith in myself, then I can be healed. Again, when I have faith, I have faith in something, faith by definition, huh? is to believe in something you can't prove. It's to believe in something you can't prove. If we could prove it, it wouldn't be faith. It'd be, it'd be knowledge, huh? It would be something we can... If I can prove something, then it's not faith. So when I come to Christ, what i got to do is, first of all, believe that He can heal me, that He can love me, that He can be reconciliation for me, that He can give me a new start, a new beginning. And so the three things, then, is I call on His name... I'm not afraid of him. You know, it says in Hebrews again that we can come before God boldly and with confidence because of Jesus. And then I have faith not in me or what I can do or what the doctors can do or what the world can do. I have faith in him. The whole response to the name of Jesus is faith. I believe in you, Jesus. You know, so often, people call out the name of the Lord. Remember, Jesus says, why do you call out Lord, Lord, and do not believe what I say, or do not practice what I preach? Why do you call Lord, Lord? Well, there's a lot of people calling the name of the Lord every day. You know, they go, oh, Jesus, help me. But they're really defeated because they don't have faith that he can really help them. Huh? If I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord, I've got to believe that, Lord, you can help me. You can transform me. And there's not even a doubt about that. Of course he can. Like the other night we had a healing mass here. I know, I am convinced, I have enough faith to believe that everybody that came that night were healed. I believe that with all my heart. Maybe not the healing they wanted, 
but the healing God wanted to give them. And they have to open that and claim that and open it up, but it was given to them because he promised. He promised that. And it doesn't look, again, we can't look at the situation, we've got to look at him. And so we've got to look at our lives and think, am I a person of faith? Do I just call upon the name of the Lord? Or do I call upon the name of the Lord believing in him and what he said? God is not a liar. If he said it, that's it. We've got to believe it. And what brings that, when I make an act of faith that Jesus, I believe in you. I believe in what you say. I believe I have nothing to fear, Jesus. I believe you gave everything for me. When we claim that, when we stand in faith before Christ, then something happens. We are transformed. Bartimus could see physically, okay. Sometimes we can see spiritually. Wow. Wow. Jesus, you're alive. Jesus, I'm going to be with you forever. Jesus, it doesn't matter what this world offers me. Jesus, you're all that matters, huh? Complete transformation, healing, but the difference is we embrace and we encounter Jesus with faith. So today, just the things to think about. One, do I call upon the name of the Lord Jesus in my life? Does he enter my conversation? Is he the one I focus on most in prayer? Two, do I fear, do I approach Jesus in fear or do I approach him in trust? Fear is useless. What is needed is trust. And when I approach him, am I confident in faith that he can do all things that he has promised me? And when we come to Christ in that way, our lives are not lives of their lives of victory. And Jesus came to give us victory. Over anything you call a problem in your life, Jesus came to give you victory over that. So let's claim the victory in the name of Jesus Christ. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.